0: All right, let's go hour number two on a Thursday. They're still rolling up at Jerry World, Big 12 Media Days, day two. Longhorns are done. First time that's really happened at Big 12 Media Days, and we can remember Texas. uh, They were done yesterday afternoon about 5 o'clock, rolling back. And uh, we'll talk about Big 12 Media Days day two. We'll talk about the ESPYs coming up. It is Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings, and he is Isaiah Collier. It was cool to be up there yesterday in an end zone, in a Cowboys end zone, because there's all kinds of jokes you can make about Cowboy end zones. But we will not make that joke, because it was fun to be there and check it out yesterday. So we'll get back into a little bit of that. Let's clean up a couple things first. Zay, one of our texters, JD Giggs, might be an Aggie fan. Reminds me, back in the spring. See, this has been so long ago I forgot. I'm glad to see it, though. That right at the beginning of the spring practices, Jimbo Fisher said, quote, plan on Petrino making calls. Plan on him calling plays. I have no problem with that at all. There we go. So, an extra reason to watch that offense. That's what I think a lot of Aggie fans are hoping. Because if you're going to bring him in, you're going to have to shake it up and let him call the plays. I guess what I'm thinking of is as it was immediately announced, there was still, I'm sorry, as they were searching, before they made the call, I think maybe is what I'm thinking of, when he was just, he sounded reluctant, and it was like, no, I'll do it, it's humble. I'd do it if it would help, but he just sounded like he was trying to stick to, to doing that, so that's good news, I think, if you're an a and fan, that Bobby Petrino will call plays. Now let's see what it looks like, because they have, you said it earlier, too, they've managed to kind of save the recruiting thing that seemed to be going on. It felt like a lot of guys might be leaving. It felt like some of the NIL stuff was getting weird, and they've saved a lot of that. Yeah, A lot of those big names have have stuck around. So uh, we'll see what happens there. We've talked recruiting on both sides of House Divided today, and we'll talk some more Texas stuff coming up. Zay, one of our texters also sent us a great question that will get us started in Big 12 Media discussions, if you're good with it. Um, They said, if you guys talk Big 12 Media days, can you bring up who you think is the biggest sleeper player that nobody knows but will crush it this year. Huh. That's an interesting setup. When they say nobody knows. Yeah. That's a tough that's a tough way to go. Nobody's thinking of them is a maybe. Maybe you can, maybe you can go there um but I would say, and this is a
1: long, long shot, but I think this guy could come in the Big 12 and with his dual threat ability could make some noise. John Rice Plumley, UCF's quarterback.
0: Hmm, that's an interesting one to bring up. Yeah, yeah
1: he's uh, also a baseball player, former Ole Miss transfer, and he led the team in rushing last year, 100 and, or excuse me, 862 yards, and he completed 63% of his passes for over 2,500. Hundred eighty six yards and had fourteen touchdowns. He did have a troubling eight interceptions to those fourteen touchdowns. But hey, they got a new coaching staff over there at UCF, and or offensively, Malzahn's still there. But yeah, I think John Rice Plumley he could be that guy. That's interesting. Nobody really knows, especially since he's coming from a different conference that could do some work in the Big Twelve.
0: I'll bring up a guy we mentioned yesterday. It's weird to say this considering where he transferred from. But I think out of the respect we all have for the, the talent depth at Alabama, how about Trey Sanders at TCU? Okay. I think when people – if he really starts to fire up, I think people are going to be like, wait, who is that? So I'm going to take this text. When they say a player nobody knows, I'm going to make that into maybe you don't know or you forgot they were there. You're just not thinking about them or whatever. But that's another guy I would throw in. I think any freshman, any true freshman is up for that discussion. And I give you a longhorn right now. It's going to shock y'all when I say it. Jonte Cook. <laughs> I think it's a guy who's going to make a name for himself this year's day. I think it's going to be fairly immediate. If they if they use all the cute we're talking about, Jonte Cook is going to be a problem for defenses. I think by middle of the year, he's one of those, nobody knew about this guy except for us in this area that we're following the seven-on-seven stuff and whatever. Uh, I think when the, the full Big 12 in college football see him I think he could be one of those guys.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting where Tay fits in this offense because I'm thinking he's going to have to have a serious battle with guys like Casey Kane. I expect Jordan Whittington to always be on the field. I expect A.D. Mitchell to always be on the field, along with Xavier Worthy. So who's that fourth wide receiver that could come in and be productive for Steve Sarkisian's offense? And I think it's going to be that battle between Jonte Cook and Casey Kane, even though they might play a little different positions within the offense, you still gotta put guys out there that could get the job done, so mm-hmm. Casey Kane, he showed us flashes, especially in that Alamo Bowl, I thought he had a very good Alamo Bowl, but throughout the season he was very up and down, had a couple of drops, the one against Iowa State is one that definitely screams out at me, and if he could clean that up, then he deserves playing time, mm-hmm. but again those are the problems that you want to have as a head coach, you want to say, okay I like this guy, but I also like this guy because at the end of the day, this is football guys are going to get injured god forbid hey that's the game like it's such a physical game it's such a grueling game it's very hard to stay healthy for everybody so when somebody gets hurt can somebody step up and you not have that drop off that's what i'm looking forward to this year because all the depth that you have those things shouldn't be a problem like they have been in years past
0: uh this text says i would say jamon Tapp on texas defense will probably show up this year from helio c Interesting comment there. We'll uh, watch for that name as well. Uh, Before we go any further, Zay, let me give a little love to really multiple guys that were a part of this yesterday, but one guy specifically. So yesterday, we told everybody as we went off air, we're going to try to set up Xavier Worthy for Rod and Harge. And the way this thing came together was wild. It finally happened, but it was just weird. The idea, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, we were trying to get him over to our table setup. But you watched it yesterday with how many people were there. And how far a walk it was because, again, they banished Texas to the other end. I'll still keep bringing it up. I thought it was disrespectful. So they get all those players down there for this breakout session, and I go down, I'm checking with John Bianco and his crew at the SIDs, and I'm like, hey, man, we still good for that X idea? He says, yeah. He goes, but the only thing is, if we walk him all the way back to you guys, how many people are going to try to grab him? That's my concern. So we start thinking through it and wondering, well, we come up with an idea. He's like, can we get him on your phone? Literally right here. We're all the way down there. Like, okay. So we do that. And our guy, Jacob, Jacob Standard on our staff, he thinks this idea in his head, and I don't even know the full idea as he's doing it, but we get it to where, and I let the guy, and credit to Rod, Harge, and Patrick for being ready to go on their feet, on their toes rather, ready to roll. So we get Xavier Worthy, I call the studio. All right, man, we got Worthy right here. I hand Worthy the phone. He does the interview, and I'm watching his side of it. And he's smiling, having a good time with the guys. Rod and Harge and Patrick did a great job. They asked him some cool questions. Rod's question about give me your all-time, if you guys were going to do a 4 by 100 team, where would you be? And are you the fastest? And those kind of questions. I love that stuff. So they got into all that. Then I get home, wake up today, and I see what Jacob put together. Zay, you see both sides of it. He edited it to where you see Rod and Harge asking the question from in here with these cameras, and then he switches to Worthy answering the question and goes back and forth, and you get all of that video and all of that sound at the same time.
1: Yeah, Jacob's incredible.
0: It was fantastic. And, oh, by the way, go watch – the watch that Xavier Worthy is wearing.
1: Yo, we saw some jewelry yesterday at Big 12 Media Day, boy.
0: His timepiece is incredible. I love NIL for a lot of reasons. That's one of the big ones because those guys know now they can bring all the drip they want yeah. and nobody's going to flip out on them. Zay, this is one of the most beautiful, not watches, this is one of the most beautiful objects I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And he's wearing it casually. Yeah, it ain't nothing. It, he wore it like it's not his best watch. Let me just say that. He wore it like there's three more expensive somewhere. But it was incredible, thanks to Xavier Worthy, most importantly, because – Those guys are given so much of their time, and that's tough to deal with. But to watch all that come together, I was so proud of all of our guys that dealt with it. But specifically, I want to give Jacob Standard his love. I've never seen anybody pull that off with a video. Go to our YouTube channel. We're up over 1,000 subscribers now. You can go check out all the interviews from yesterday. Sark, all five players. But definitely check out the Xavier Worthy video. That was cool, and at some point, I think Jacob's going to put up me going way too much crap bag on all those helmets. I got to look at all 14 helmets and give you all the details, so that sickness is coming out, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be
1: great. Yeah, there's some great helmets in the Big 12, and shout out to Jacob. He does a great job for us. He makes us look way better when we're on Twitch. Mm -hmm. He makes these videos and gets the best parts of the show and stuff. He's a very talented guy that doesn't get enough love because he's behind the scenes. But, yeah, I'm glad you're giving him his love now. Xavier Wordy, by the way, there's a lot of fly dudes on the University of Texas football Uh, team. Yeah, Xavier Wordy might have the best drip out of everybody. Like, I've seen him rock some crazy hockey throwback jerseys with the jewelry that you're talking about. Oh, that's cool. Like, he's a fly dude, plus he has all the NIL whips and stuff. Oh, yeah, Xavier
0: Worthy, he shows out. You know what else he's got that I didn't notice until yesterday? I haven't been around Xavier Worthy a whole lot. He's got the magic factor, the smile, Mm -hmm. TJ Ford factor, if you will. Something about those guys. Bijan has that. When you bring that smile to Big 12 Media Days, it's a little different. There's just right. something about it. Uh, and it was cool to see Rod and Harge and Patrick get that smile out of him. Uh, it was a cool conversation. Yo, we ain't talk about Jalen Daniels,
1: Kansas quarterback, who had oh, the Apple Watch chain mm. and highlights of himself going on On the chain. That That was crazy.
0: That is one of the weirdest flexes I've ever seen in
1: my life, but it was fantastic. That was, yo. put a bullseye on your back if you want to, because talk about a person that loves himself. Jalen Daniels, I know the media picked you to be a Big 12 player of the year, which well-deserved. Like, you're one of the best quarterbacks in all the nation last season, best QBR out of any quarterback. Yep. But, yo, man, if I see that as a defensive player, I'm putting that up on my wall before we play Kansas. Absolutely.
0: Yes, no doubt, especially if I'm at K-State. Yeah, because I want want to be on a different tape. So Would you he, want it? Here's what I'm thinking about, Zay. I need a rapper to get on the case. I believe it's Jay Z that has the song back in the day about "I got the hottest woman in the game wearing my chain." Yeah, something Beyonce, like that. Uh-huh. Can somebody just work me up a good rap line for something about "I got my own highlights on my chain"? Something like that. Give me some kind of a some kind of good, well constructed lyric there. Yeah, Dylan Robinson probably could do it because he actually he could. Raps. He really could. Now he wouldn't have a highlight
1: tape, Chad, because we don't give him the damn ball. So what highlights he going to really have? You know what I'm saying? He might just have that really cool picture of him at the Cotton Bowl when the Horns beat the crap out the Sooners, Damn. 49-0. That's his best highlight.
0: Are you telling me that if Keelan Robinson had the little highlight thing around his neck, it'd be that page that pops up when you put in the wrong address, that 404 thing on the Internet? It might be One highlight.
1: Going over and over again like a rerun. No, I tell you That's what, it. There's it. not much that you see on
0: Keelan Robinson, which is a damn shame. I'll tell you what the highlight needs to be. It's that little wheel. I think it was a wheel they threw to him out on the right side when he split everybody. And I think he went to the house with it. That's the highlight that doesn't need to be on a chain. It needs to be in Steve Sarkeesian's living room. Yeah. A lot. Cause I still think of that moment. Keelan Robinson, two guys had an angle on him. He split them both. When he puts his foot in the ground, it's something. they got to figure that out. They have to figure that out. Um, so, yeah, that, that was great yesterday. Uh, Daniel's definitely putting a little more target on himself with that incredible jewelry. Uh, and, again, thanks to Xavier Worthy and all the Longhorn guys. Check out the YouTube page if you want to, uh, to see all of that cool stuff. All right, Zay, so before the break – Give me a little thought on the ESPYs. I haven't re-watched. I just saw highlights here and there. What jumps out to you that the people need to know from the ESPYs?
1: Um, DeMar Hamlin's time was special when he was giving the awards out to the Bills medical staff, and Dude, he broke down that. in tears. Oof. Like, I mean, how could you not? The emotion that he had to feel, probably not thinking that, He'd never live again, let alone play football again, and for what those medical teams did for him in Cincinnati and in Buffalo, that was a very great moment on the four letter network
0: yeah, it was such a, a crazy story, but when we started hearing about those I mean, those heroes, it was so easy to identify them immediately to say, "Hey, you know who did the thing, you know who saved him you know who's... and then the fact that at the time we had heard about the the collaboration between them and the Bengals people. Mm -hmm. They did a great job. Cincinnati did a good job on their end. The Cincinnati Hospital did an incredible job. But yeah, I mean, that's cool to to be able, like, think about it. He is, I don't know how how much intimate connection it's going to be, but there's got to be at least one or two of those people he was on stage with last night that he may never lose contact with. Right. At some level. I'm not saying they have to be best friends, but at some level, like, I can't imagine what that's like. Other than, like, my parents, because I'm sure my parents have saved me from stuff over the years. But if there had ever been somebody that, like, dragged me out of a burning car or saved me from drowning or something like that, and I could thank them and give them an award, that's special stuff. Yeah, and this
1: dude's about to put on the pads again in 2023 like it's nothing. (sighs) And just play. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. And shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Definitely going to be looking out for him this year to have a big bounce back season. Uh, Another thing that was touching was the Banana Boat crew giving love to Carmelo Anthony. Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Paul all gave love to Carmelo Anthony, who just retired from the NBA on basically his 20-year legacy starting from – the Syracuse days Mm -hmm. when he won a national championship to last year of his NBA career. And
0: was Melo on the boat, that banana boat picture? Uh, I want to say he was there.
1: Okay. I don't know if he was on the boat. I want to say there was a woman on the boat along with Chris Paul, D. Wade, and LeBron. I want to say it was Gabrielle Union, too. Uh,
0: Okay, so Chris Paul, D. Wade, LeBron. Was anybody else – was. Was, was Bosch involved in that group? Nah, not? He's not part of that group. He wasn't a part of that group. Nah. Okay. So they gave Mello some love. LeBron got his love for passing Kareem. Yes. And, and then took the opportunity to get way too dramatic with an announcement that we didn't I need.
1: I mean, we all knew he was coming back. So I don't get why he had to say it again. Yeah. But it was special. It was cute to have your wife and your kids yeah. go and present that award. They all looked great. Bronny, is, you know, he's about to be at USC playing ball right up. The street. His from wife, crypto. Is beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's Savannah, beautiful. Savannah James is gorgeous. Man. And she had a very funny moment where she was talking about Bron and she said, Yeah, my man's a bad mother. And then the daughter went in there, and says, Mom, Mom, chill oh, out. Look chill at out. That. So it, obviously awesome. it was scripted, but it was cute. Yeah, and that's good. LeBron had to shout out the haters, and you know, of course he had to shout out the haters, just so people that hate me out there. I get it, but you gotta respect me.
0: Got it. I love it. And i love I'll be it. back. Hey, here's I. Lo- everybody knows I'm a sick pro wrestling fan. I love a good swerve promo. And LeBron laid a. G- it wasn't one of the best I've ever seen, but it was a nice little swerve promo because he put the doubt in your head. Uh-huh. Put that doubt in your head. You know that he was going to go one way, but it ended the positive way. Just like maybe my favorite of all time, the Ricky Williams swerve promo when he came back for the senior year, because everybody in that room thought Ricky was gone. Everybody, all of them. And the reaction was perfect. Ricky set him up and then let him off the hook right at the end. That's why I'm coming back for my senior year. And yeah. that room lost its mind. Just like last night, where they showed Travis Kelsey. Did you see that? They showed Kelsey and Mahomes right as he was about to say it. Uh-huh. And they looked worried. And then he. Worried? They had this look on their face like, wait, is he about to? And then he said. But lucky for y'all, it's not today. And they were all like, oh, okay, oh, okay. And they showed Mahomes, and it was almost like Mahomes was like, whoo, yeah. dude, we can't have LeBron leave now. I thought it was a good job, LeBron. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. good with it.
1: Well done. You can tell he's been in Hollywood for a little bit. which yeah. he's not he the has. worst
0: actor. Like, Trainwreck is terrific. Like I gotta love that. Him very, and Bill Hader have a great chemistry. He was very good in that. Cena's great in that movie too. Yeah, John Cena really showed the comic chops in that one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to do that.
1: Yeah, as uh, Amy Schumer's little <laughs> fling thing. Yeah, <laughs> the boy.
0: so good. Now Bron and House Party, not so much. Did
1: you see that movie? Yeah, I had to watch it on the plane. We were going to Mexico. Oh, okay, it was tough. All right, so it you was saw, a tough watch. You saw it for free. Yeah, essentially,
0: it, it, it was a tough watch. Yeah, it looked like it would be. They like, tried. It looked like they were trying way too hard with those jokes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They tried. There was a weird Kid Cuddy scene where, because he was in the Illuminati. It was, uh, it's, it,
0: was <laughs> it ain't no kid in play, I'll tell you that. Uh, ain't there, no kid in play. Now you're officially an old man. <laughs> You're making old man comments about house party movies. Um, Real quick before the break, Zay, back to the YouTube page. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Check this out. Uh, Jacob's giving me some of these numbers. We had over 12,000 views on YouTube and 71 new subscribers yesterday because of Big 12 Media Day stuff. Nice. So shout out to all of our guys. If you didn't hear our interview, by the way, speaking of our crew making us look good, I thought they made you and Dana Holgerson look pretty sharp yesterday. Did they really? You were sitting right next to him. He's rocking that suit with the pin. You're looking stylish in your longhorn stuff. I got some, like, old school special Southwest Conference memories. Yo, I was
1: kind of clowning Dana at the beginning of the show. When he came and sat by us and I saw the eyes and stuff and Mm -hmm. I saw the hair with the soul glow slicked back on him, I was like, okay, you close up. You got it going on, Yeah, you dog. made fun
0: of him because he had an eight-head mullet. Yeah. And, then, and the eight-head's
1: still there. Yeah, But, yeah. like, you know, seeing the soul glow shining when you're right next to him and stuff, like, okay. And then the jacket, he's a fly dude. He was looking good. He was looking good. Yeah, was, My bad, Dana. My bad, dog. You
0: can check out that interview we did and the interview with all the Longhorn folks. Also, Dave Aranda dropped by to talk to Light the Tower yesterday. That's all up on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash atthehorn.com. Austin. All right, coming up, let's get you a flex segment. Oh, there's a new hat in flex country. We'll tell you where you can go see it, plus some updates on a couple of camps and a uh is this an offer or a commitment? I got to double check this one again. This is a uh, we'll check it for you. Big a uh, Power 5. I think it's an offer. A Power 5 offer for uh, for a flex athlete. We'll give him some love for that too. That is next on the horn. <laughs> It's an interesting tempo change. Makes me think of one band, but let's see if we get a vocal here. No, no vocal yet. On that little tempo change, I thought a system of a down was the only band I could think of. Who's this? Nope. Nope. Never heard of this band in my life. Okay. Gnome. Gnome? no, Like the thing in your yard? Yes. Okay. Gnome.
1: Stiff Thy Clep is the song. Dude, I don't know what that means either.
0: I don't either. That's solid, though. Solid riff. I like it. Uh, Gnome, City Boy, and Edgar Winters White Trash on the show today. We hope you are having a good one on this Thursday. Big 12 Media Days, day two, rolling on up at Jerry World. Today it is UCF and Cincinnati saying hello, although that UCF cheerleading crew and the mascot were there yesterday, uh, and the mascot whipped me at cornhole. Uh, Cincinnati, they were there today uh, yesterday with the mascots and stuff too, but the team and the coaches are there today, Oklahoma, K-State, Iowa State, Tech. And West Virginia will all be at Jerry World today. Uh, coming up at two oh five, back to one of our uh, NFL list discussions. We talked about the best edge rushers earlier in the week. Today it's going to be cornerbacks, and basically what Zay has found is a really cool list where it's only players, coaches, and staff that have voted. So we're going to get you the top ten corners in the NFL. This should be a lot wa- This is a really specific discussion here because. You're really talking about how the reputations develop. Are you voting him this way because you never throw at him because you respect him so much? Are you throwing at him? Are you doing it because you throw at him a little bit and he makes your life hell? Uh, so we'll get to that at two o five. Zay, without telling me anything about specifics, is there anything on the list that shocked you? Um, Or did it it all make sense? Uh, Most of it made sense. Okay. All right, we'll get to that at 2.05. Right now, though, let's get into a Flex segment, and we will start with one of my guilty pleasures. Here we go. Flex ATX. For the best high school sports coverage, listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Woo, ladies and gentlemen, this is such a nice hat. All right, so I dig it that high school football, over my lifespan, has really embraced helmets and uniforms. It's totally changed from when I was a kid. You'd barely have decals on. I was a manager at one point in Waxahachie, and I remember during the summer having to go in with the razor blades and scrape off the stickers, and it was old-school stickers, and it it just had that old-school feel to it. That's real old-school. Yeah, but over the years, it's gotten newer and fancier and fresher and cooler, and now we're even to the point where on social media, they're throwing out videos of new high school helmets. So, if you are from hippo country... I need you to go to Flex ATX, at Flex ATX, FLX ATX on your social media and check it out. It was sent out by the AU Concepts people that made the helmet. Huddo Football retweeted it, and then so did Flex. It is a new helmet for the Huddo Hippos in 2023, and it is badass as far as I'm concerned. Left side with a shiny orange state of Texas with, a, with the roaring hippo on it. Other side just says hippos. They got that hippo roaring on the front, on the nose plate, orange stripe over the top. Zay, it's basically like a shiny burnt orange, because that's what hippos, hudo is burnt orange, if y'all don't know. It's basically the Texas color, maybe a little brighter. Yeah, it's a little slightly different. A little, <laughs> little, different, different. little different, different, right? They do a shiny version of that. So if you love your hippos, uh, go check that out. Zay, the only thing I might have told him to think about here, what about matching it up with the orange face mask? Huh, it's now the white? How about we shine up with that face mask too? That could look pretty sweet. Yeah. Could look pretty
1: sweet. Yeah, I love these helmets, man. Shout out to huddle. Looks good. That's an angry hippo too. I wouldn't want to mess with that hippo.
0: It is. That's that when I was a kid, I always remembered that stat they would say that hippos had killed more men than lions and tigers combined. Because you don't think about it. Yeah, you think they're cute. People get themselves slow. Yeah, people get themselves in the situation and then the hippo uh, gets pretty crazy because hippos are fast. Yeah. Hippos can run like 20 to 30 miles an hour full speed. If you are in that situation, can you imagine being chased by something that big oh, that's no. that quick? No. It really is like an edge rusher coming off the end, coming off the edge to get you. So go check out that new Hutto helmet. Also, congrats to a good nickname. Now, I do not fully endorse this offer, but we always say we want the flex guys to end up at the, the right place for them. So, even though it's OU, we're going to mention it, Zay. But it's Gus the Bus. I do like a guy named Gus the Bus. He's over at Lake Travis. He's class of 25. So a couple more seasons. Uh 6'4-250, district newcomer MVP. He's an edge and he runs a 49340. Ooh. That's flying. And he mentions on his Twitter handle it's laser, laser timed. <laughs> so it's legit. A tech kind of flex there. I like that. Congrats to Gus for the OU offer. That is his first. Um, excuse me. Offered to play Division I at the University of Oklahoma. He didn't say it was his first D1. Okay, my bad. So, But did get the offer from Oklahoma. That is very cool. Uh, Zay, I also have some information on a world I know you love, and that is the world of basketball. My wife, as we've talked about before, works with Jamal Shedd's dad. So Mr. Shedd, shout out to you and the Maynard crew, uh, he's let my wife know Jamal Shedd's second annual camp is coming up. Summer camp. You can go to jamalshed.com slash back-to-school camp. It is coming up. Let me give you the quick details. It's July 22nd. It is at Mainer Senior High from 8 to 1. The ages are 3rd to 8th grade. Jamal Shed, the back-to-school camp, 2nd annual. So happy for that dude. And he will be headed back to Houston this year, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. he's heading back for a super senior season. And he'll definitely be the man there with Marcus Sasser going into the NBA, Jamal shed It's his team playing for Kelvin Sampson and crew. So I expect big things for him. You know, I mean, he probably didn't get the news that he liked from NBA scouts and all of those guys in the front office. But hey, he's a very, very good college player. And I think if he has a big season this year, it only helps his case when he enters the draft next season. And we've seen with the Miami Heat and different teams. You don't have to get drafted. Serge Barry Rice didn't get drafted, and he's in a great situation with the Austin Spurs and San Antonio Spurs, even though we haven't seen them in Summer League due to him not being 100%. But yeah, I expect Jamal Shed to have an excellent
0: last season, and shout out to him having the camp here in the ATX. Yeah, very cool. So uh, thanks to... Thanks to uh... Mr. Shedd for giving us that info and getting it to us. Uh, shout out to all you in uh, Maynard country, whether you are a Mustang or a Titan. Maynard New Tech, the Titans out there as well. I feel like right. dinner, the Sioux's having the camp very soon, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, here in town. So you going to teach that push shot? He should. He definitely should. He could, uh, he's going to be the professor on that one. Also, speaking of camps, on the football side, do not forget about that Anthony Williams camp. Flex uh, and the Horn partnering up uh, with the NF- for this NFL Pro Bowl-style skills competition. It's July 20th in Round Rock, so check it out. You can register right now uh, through, uh, through Flex. So at FLXATX on your social media, you can find the registration info there. Uh, Zay, quick question here while we have a, a minute. Back to Big 12 Media Days. Day two, we know kind of what we're thinking on day one. Texas is obviously a dangerous team. I threw TCU out there as a team to not forget about from yesterday's group. But for you, in this group today, who do you think is the most dangerous team? As a Longhorn fan, as you're looking at the group today, OU, K-State, UCF, and the rest, maybe it's Tech, but is there a one team today that's blinking at you like, oh, man, that crew is going to be tough?
1: Yeah, probably a mix between Kansas State and Texas Tech. If you've heard Joey McGuire this morning at Big 12 Media Days talk about a guy who is confident. Nice. like He just straight up said, hey, I think we got the best quarterback room in, not only in the Big 12, in the nation. Okay. So Joey, all okay, right, go you ahead, got Joey. your you got your big pants on, dog. Like yeah. uh, you better pull them up very tight, cause y'all still went eight and five last year. And even though y'all won the last four and beat the dog piss out of um, Ole Miss it's still a new season, and y'all got a bullseye on your back when you make statements like that. Mm. But they're a team that's returning their quarterback in Tyler Shuck. He's the man there, and they were second in the Big 12 in yards per game last year with 461. So they're going to put up numbers this year. They got good running backs, and – it's just about what their defense does. When they lose somebody like Tyree Wilson, mm-hmm. who was an all-world edge rusher, now in the NFL, first-round pick, that's a lot. That's a lot. But, again, Joey McGuire, being the confident guy he is, he said that his D-line this year might be better than it was last year. There you go, so Joey. So, Joey talking crazy out here in Arlington. Maybe they slipped some Johnny Walker blue and, you know, his 7-up or RC Cola. Huh? that they've been serving up that. I feel you get how you live, Joey, but – Hey, quarterback room being the best in the nation, defensive line, after you get a number one pick or, excuse me, a first-round pick gone, and you think it's one of the best in the nation, I get it. Be confident in your group. But you're giving them some unnecessary pressure that they probably don't need. I'll just I'm just letting you know there, Joey. Which if I'm a Texas fan, Steve Sarkeesian, when they come into town after they beat you last year and mucked up your schedule and where you wanted to go and where you wanted to be, and that's to play for a Big Twelve championship, you want some revenge on that
0: team. And again, Joey talking crazy like this, I right, he gonna get it. Sounds like Joey's not. Sounds like Joey is uh, is not afraid think like he's Why not afraid five? at all. He ain't. When the guy in burn orange says it, people think he's confident. When the guy in black and red says it, people think he's crazy. Is that what's going on? And Jerry World? Uh, it's a little bit. Because the guy in black and red beat the guy in burn orange last year. Very true. Took him right to the it went right to the end. It was a close ass game, but man in black and red won. Absolutely. And that game in Austin, ooh, mercy. It's been a little while since that one. That game doesn't always have that much hooked onto it especially since Texas went away from having a rival in that game. But, boy, that could be something. By the way, Zay, did you happen to notice what Texas Tech's second game of the year is? Did you happen to notice who they play on September 9th? I forgot. Quack. Quack. Oh, wow. The Ducks, huh? Oregon at Lubbock. Did you hear Mm. me, Joey McGuire? Run your mouth. Get confident. Show us. Oregon's coming to town. Bo Nix in Lubbock. September 9th. September 9th is cooking up to be an interesting day. It is. There's a lot we're going to find out on September the 9th. We will find out, just to stay in the state of Texas, Longhorns going to Tuscaloosa, Aggies going to Miami, and Texas Tech hosts Oregon. Come on, September 9th. Let's go. Texas Tech is part of it today. Joey McGuire, sounding confident, who could blame him? Chris Kleiman started it off today, and why not, Zay? They need their love. Yesterday, Purple needed their love because it was TCU. Today, I am glad they let Chris Kleiman go first. They should have. I hope they got all the prime spots today, just like TCU did yesterday. They won the whole damn thing. Now the question is, can they do it again? They're, re- they're bringing back a whole lot of the- a lot of those guys. Can they do it again?
1: Yeah, yeah, Will Howard, he was very good last year when he got his opportunity. It's crazy to think that him and Adrian Martinez were switching off rotations, basically, and since Adrian Martinez got hurt, they had to play Will Howard, and – obviously showed that he should have been starting all year long, but hey, now, Chris Kleiman, he understands that this is this guy, and the 6'5", 240-pound quarterback, he could definitely sling it, and he could run a bit, too. You remember two years ago Mm -hmm. when the Horns, when they ran all over uh, Kansas State, but Will Howard, he had that very long 70-something yard run, so he has a little bit of Jets even though he's such a big figure. Yeah, I expect Kansas State to be right there again in the mix of a Big 12 championship.
0: Just a couple interesting numbers To bring up Kansas State brings back 13 total starters. Tech brings back 17. 11 on offense, six on defense. Yeah. Maybe that's why Joey's so confident. I guess so. He's magic, though. Have you been, have you, you've, I mean, that's one guy I wish you could have seen live in the room. Joey McGuire is something.
1: Oh, he's wearing a bright-ass devil red jacket at Big 12 Media's today. Good for him.
0: He's definitely showing out. He's He, he is – I get it. He sat down and he said ten words last year, and I realized, oh, that's why. That's why the kids follow him. That's why they want it. That's why they wanted to go. That's why the high school thing worked, and he just – you can feel it. It's just got that great, like, southern – Hospitality, yeah. energy to it. It's oh. just it feels right.
1: It don't get much more Lubbock than Joey.
0: It just fe- Yeah, it does. It feels right. I told and you've also talked about since you went through your high school years rocking a red and black combo. Kids do dig red and black. They love it, man. And, and it's it's fly color. Hey, I hate I to wear ad- it with a lot. I hated to admit it because I don't root for for 'em, but man, I picked that helmet up yesterday when we were breaking it down. I looked at it and I thought, this does look pretty cool. Yeah. Red I've always liked red and black as a as a general combo and yeah, they they look pretty sharp. Yeah. They, and
1: when they start doing like the Texas flag colors, when they start mixing it in with the red and black, that's when they be tripping. Yeah. They need to chill out with
0: that. They can go a little far they with They go that a little too. far. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a little much. And I don't like it when they go all red. Red jersey, red pants. They don't do that's too far. But the black helmet, though, right? At least, hopefully, they're going black helmet yeah. there. If you go red all the way top that, to bottom, you're, you're insane. They need to mix the red and black. I think they look pretty sharp. Uh, all right, so little Big 12 talk there. Coming up at two, best cornerbacks in the NFL, according to the people that know them and deal with them the most. Up next, where are we at in society? We'll find out what Zay wants to talk about. Don't move. It's the horn. Add and say.
1: I seen your picture. Your name it. This is your big it's
0: like a dream come true. Well that one just makes you happy right there. We were talking about Xavier worthy and that smile earlier. This one gonna make you smile. That's good stuff. Um Earth, Wind and Fire? No. No. He was a ballpark, though. Okay. Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Yeah, with Peg. I can never get Steely Dan. I do not know enough Steely Dan. My bad for you SD fans out there. Steely Dan, Gnome, the cool little riff, City Boy, and Edgar Winters White Trash have all been on the show today. We appreciate all the good text coming in on the Specs text line. People talking Big 12 media days, Longhorn football, had that big recruiting story for Texas yesterday. Aggies also ended up with a verbal commitment that Longhorn fans are also interested in, in Miles Davis. We hit all that stuff. Earlier today, uh, the new flagship station announcement for uh, Texas Athletics, that was discussed as well. If you got any questions on that, Specs text line 337-3776. Try to answer as many things as we can. Uh, we were just talking about Joey McGuire's attitude at Big 12 Media Days. He is super confident. Uh, we'll get to some cornerbacks in the NFL. You have to be confident to do that. We'll see who the players, coaches, and staff think are the best cover corners in the league but right now let's go where we at in society and see what zay wants to get into where are we at in society today all right zay do i need to go to twitter have you sent me something
1: yeah chad i sent you a couple of things a little two for one for where we at society oh i like a two for one yep and they have to do with the same individuals. okay so michael jordan is out there once again, and we all know the relationship that his son is in with his former teammate, wife, mm-hmm. ex-wife, excuse me, Larsa Pippen. Mm-hmm. Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are in a relationship, and it's a 14-year difference in age. Oof. Yeah. 14. So. Yeah, we know this is foul, but TMZ tried to catch Jordan leaving some restaurant, and they asked Jordan— If he was okay with the situation that Larsa and his son, Marcus, are in.
0: Oh, just went ahead and flat-assed him. Flat-assed him.
1: him. Okay. Jordan yelled, nope, to where Larsa Pippen has now said that she is traumatized that Michael Jordan didn't approve of her and Marcus's relationship. She says, I didn't think it was funny. There's nothing funny about it. I was kind of embarrassed. I was like, traumatized
0: first of all the word like before traumatized it's a fantastic usage of the english language secondly zay i have this question for her you didn't know michael jordan didn't approve of the relationship until he screamed nope at a tmz person right you didn't have the respect if he wasn't michael jordan you still should have checked but he is he is He is, A, the father of this young man you are dating. You're that much different in age. You probably should check in, even if the father is a random guy who works in a bakery in Michigan. He's Michael Jordan, so you might need to check. And you, by the way, are the former Mrs. Scottie Pippen. It didn't think to you until he screamed that at a TMZ person to check? Yeah, so I don't think
1: Larsa was wit. Scotty during the Chicago days. Doesn't matter. She might have been with him during the Portland days, you know, what's after yeah. that, but. Doesn't matter. She has to know what she married. You're right. What she married into. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree, but I could see why it being a big, you know, thing that it doesn't phase her as much.
0: If I'm the old, oh, I've never dated someone that much younger than me. It is imperative, if I'm serious about it, that whoever's most important to them knows and approves. Yeah. Imperative. I'm 48 years old right now. 48 years old. If for some reason my wife and I split up and I end up with a chance to have 14 years, is that what you said? Mm -hmm. So that'd be a 35 year old. Wouldn't be the same thing. Exactly. But a 35 year old woman and I'm going to date her. Of course, I'm going to. Yes, I want to meet family Check things out. Hey, I understand there's a big age difference here, but you see that I'm wearing a T-shirt here and I'm basically a child, so it's cool, right? Yeah. I mean, we would need to have that conversation. I just it, that's silly to me that she never even thought about what he might what he might think. Right. That's nuts. Yeah.
1: And for me, like Marcus Jordan, shame on you, dog, because you have to know what your father and Scotty Pippen went through, beating teams like Detroit. Yeah. Beating teams like. The Lakers and the Karl Malone, John Stockton, Utah Jazz, Gary Payton, Supersonics, like all of those Pat
0: Riley Nick teams. Those dudes went to war. And also, if you're Michael Jordan's son, before you and I know that Michael Jordan's a petty human being. Yes, very. We know he's vindictive. We know he's competitive. We know those stories. You don't think his kid knows that? That you don't know who your dad is at some point on some level, dude. Your dad is Michael Jordan, and you want to date a woman who used to be married to Scotty. Both of you. Shame on both yeah. of you yo, if that it you was, didn't check in. If it
1: was Ron Harper's ex-wife, I'd have a problem with that, but this is Scotty Pippen. Yes. Yeah, like any Any of them. teammate. John Paxton's ex-wife, Paxton. I would have been like, yo, Marcus, you're
0: wildin'. This is Scotty Pippen. Koo coach, Cartwright, anybody. <laughs> Anybody. BJ Armstrong. Armstrong. Craig Hodges. Yeah, all of them. Bill Winnington. Everybody. Stacey King. Anyone. Stacey King. Anyone. That's an OU guy. Shout out. Shout out. Um Man. Yeah, yeah. that's silly. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: So that's dumb. Right, I so like
0: I like I appreciate Jordan
1: not approving. I respect that. I do too. Good I, job. I, I Good want job. That relationship. Mike. They need to rekindle that relationship with Scotty and Michael. I hate how they are now. They're those legendary guys, what they mean to not only the NBA but to all of sports, those guys need to be on the same page.
0: Yeah, if they didn't check, it's their fault. That's their fault. That's terrible. All
1: right, so moving on to the next thing I sent you that also has to do with Michael Jordan. Yeah. He is in Italy with,
0: look at this crew. Dude, what a picture that is. Him and
1: his wife, which it's not Juanita. Jordan remarried, which shame on you, Mike. Oh, she's pretty. uh, Oh, yeah. The woman that he's with now, like, she's bad as hell.
0: By the way, she's younger than he is, too. Uh, Oh, yeah, a lot younger. Yeah, a lot younger. She
1: looks more like Marcus's type, or should be Marcus's type, but that's a different story for a different day. She's some. Jordan is on vacation in Italy Uh with. Magic Johnson yep. and his wife, Cookie. They're still together after all these years. All these years. How
0: about Magic and Cookie? That's awesome. That's,
1: she's the most loyal woman
0: oh, of all time. She's been through it all. Because she's been
1: embarrassed. Yeah. Dude. This and that. Mm-hmm. Probably had to deal with all types of stuff with her body and her health due to Magic's issues with his health. Sure. No and doubt. And why he's has his health in the first place. Yeah. And... Samuel L. Jackson's there with Dude,
0: his wife. How about that? By the way, I know it's not going to get noticed first by a lot of people, but how pretty is Samuel L. Jackson's wife? Yeah. Beautiful smile. She's so pretty. All right, so then I need to know, who are these dudes on the end? Who are these lucky that, bastards? That's, that's what I've been trying to figure out. Who I've are been these looking l- hard. Who are these lucky bastards on the right and left? They are. They look like real happy couples, and that's cool. My man out on the right-hand side, Zay, looks like Doc Rivers' grandfather. <laughs> And the dude out on the left, I can't figure out who this guy looks at looks like at all. I cannot. T- he looks like. He looks like their doctor. He looks like if Iron Man was old and black. That's what he looks like. Because he's wearing those glasses like Iron Man, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. wore in the movie. I don't know who they are. We need to find out. Um, but, yes, those three guys in the middle are incredible. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and Samuel L. Jackson. What the hell do those three guys talk about on a vacation? Well, I know between Michael and Samuel L., there's a lot of swearing involved. Oh, absolutely. Just a ton of cursing. Can you imagine how much good cursing there is? I would be in heaven. I would vow. I would tell him. I swear to you, I will not say a word. I won't say a word. I'll try not to grunt. I won't make noises. Just let me sit at the table. Please, please, I will not say a word, I swear.
1: What a vacation. Oh, my God. What a vacation. Can now, Jordan's imagine. wife,
0: she definitely sticks out yep. for
1: obvious reasons. What does she have in common with Cookie and Samuel L's wife? That's going to be the, like, when they <sighs> yeah, go. Because you know the boys got to hang out together alone. What? Because, you know, Juanita probably would have fit in better and I'm sure Juanita is fine wherever she is handling her money from the divorce because right. she got paid. She got paid. Like, when you buy shoes, some of that, some of those shoes, some of those Air Jordans, those Fire 11s and ones that you see the kids rocking, a lot of that's going to Juanita. Let's keep it real. It ain't just going to Mike. A lot of it's going to Juanita which is well-deserved because Mike was wilding back in the 90s.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping that Michael's girl is worldly enough that when she got introduced, it wasn't like, oh, and this is her husband, Irvin. Hi, Irvin. And what did you do for a living back in the day? Did you know that, that Mike was a basketball player? Like, hopefully that wasn't that, right? Just, she looks like she has a little bit of that in her. Or just, her, like, or just Samuel L. Oh, why do you look familiar to me? Sir, well, I feel like I've seen you somewhere. Yeah, like in every movie ever. Yeah, t- that's where it is. That's where it is. Hopefully she knows. Who knows? She might be the coolest person in that picture. Yo, that might be Judge Mathis.
1: Somebody said on the text line, that's Judge Mathis. Judge who? Judge Mathis, one of those shows. Greg Mathis. Oh, one from of the those, TV show. Yeah, one of the TV okay. shows.
0: All right. Maybe that the one on the left. Uh, is that left or right? Because I don't left. recognize... I, left. Like, I don't recognize yeah. either one of those I don't dudes. either. By the way, I also like the fact that of everybody, I'm just starting to look at the feet. My man on the far right is just rocking tennis shoes. He's just wearing tennis shoes. Yeah. Magic's dressed up, pretty dressed up with some dress shoes. Michael's rocking some loafers. We got uh, you know sandals on the ladies and stuff like that. It's a casual picture. He's just got tennis shoes on on the right-hand side. Those are awesome. All right. Uh, there you go. It is a Where We At In Society. Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson vacationing together. Don't we all wish we could hang out with that? 2 o'clock hour coming up. Who are the best cornerbacks in the NFL, according to players, coaches, and staff? And then at 2.30, it's Why Today Matters. We'll head back to Jerry World with Big 12 Media Days Day 2. It includes the Sooners, the Red Raiders, and two of the new teams. Stay with us. It's the Horn.